I'm going to read you a text that my wife just sent me. She's standing right the fuck behind you. How come she sent you a text? (laughs) Walked in to take a shower and actually started dry heaving and had to leave. I can normally just power through it. That was definitely the worst smell I've ever encountered from you. (laughs) Two thumbs up, Rob. Oh, no. Two thumbs up. That's a man, baby. So, yeah. That's impressive. I took a smash. I took a smash like on Monday and like 20 minutes after I was done, the wife walked by the bathroom and she's like, Oh my God, turn the fan on. I was like, honey, that was 20 minutes ago. Yeah. It legit smelled like burnt hair. (laughs) What the fuck are you eating? Burnt hair? Can I get a hug? Let's go, let's go, let's do some harmonies. Let's go, let's go, let's It was better in rehearsal, but I think we hit a harmonic note. The hair on the back of my neck and on my ears and my nose stood up, so I think we hit it. Welcome to the GBP, the Glass Bottom Podcast. Glad to have you. Week 23 episode 23 by my count which is probably wrong welcome and thanks for coming thanks for telling friends great feedback great things going on with us and we appreciate it we got a lot of stalwart listeners and supporters uh at our place of uh work trabajo and uh outside people as well so thanks to everybody we are here and we're fired up up to my left the smoking gun rob what up rob hi how are you uh i'm asking you how are you i'm great Fingers crossed. I'm, I'm alive. I see that. I see that. Up to my right, as usual, shards. What's up, shards? Yo. You get a choice this week. Do you want to be shards colon the hammer of humor or shards colon the bald eagle of funny? Can I just be shards colon? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. From here forth, you are shards colon. Uh, <laughs> Housekeeping, housekeeping. Uh, not much housekeeping. Department of Corrections is empty this week. I listened to the pod a couple times. Nobody approached me with fuck ups. So for once, the Department of Corrections has nothing on its docket, unless somebody you when you want to pipe in on what we screwed up. Anything? Kid didn't die. Hmm. No. Next up, Rob. You were gone last week, and we missed you dearly. I missed you guys too. We went from a three-legged stool to a two-legged stool. That's uh, it's a hard stool to sit on unless you flip it upside down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's what we had to do. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, whew, care to talk about your adventures or what was going on? I would love to talk about my adventure. Um, where I was was much more lackluster than what you could imagine. It wasn't Hawaii, Oahu? No, I was six feet away from my computer, fucking passed the fuck out. Really? Yeah, I was a little wore out. Oh, at time of broadcast, but why were you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a miscommunication thing, but we weren't going to bother you anyway. What happened? What tired you out, Rob? Yeah, I was in uh, St. Augustine. Ooh, did you find the Fountain of Youth? I am the Fountain of Youth. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, I would agree. For your age, you definitely look younger than, or is it older? I think you look older than your age. So you found the Fountain of Anti Youth. Yeah, something along those lines. So what'd you do? There's a lot to do in that town. Well, I saw the Ripley's Believe It or Not building. 
Did you believe it? I did. I'm a believer. One of your terrible sidebar. I was at the Ripley's, believe it or not. I think in Durango, Colorado, where they do the Durango Silverton Railroad. I was a teenager. I was probably like 12 or 13. And in the front of it, they had a, a wine barrel full of water. And they had a plastic spigot or it appeared to be metal spigot that was floating in space while water was coming out of it. I stood next to that for, I'm not shitting you, 25 minutes staring at that. (laughs) (laughs) You guys already know just from the description. I swear to God, I had no fucking idea how that was done. I walked behind it. I walked around it. (laughs) I was like, it must be magnets. And my dad, who's a genius and an engineer, he finally came looking for me and said, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm trying to figure out how this works. And he just looked at me like I was the dumbest son of a bitch on earth. And I was. And I had to ask my dad as a 12 or 13 year old boy, hey, how does that work? And he goes, there's a clear pipe running up the middle of that water stream. And I felt so stupid. Like it still haunts me that I have that memory at the top of my head. You say Ripley's, believe it or not, I think dumbest moment of my life in front of my dad. <laughs> oh, I was applying everything I learned in high school, junior high school, grammar school, kindergarten, watching uh, TV things. I apply, apply to everything. Magic. Nope. Dun, dun, Couldn't fucking dun, figure it out. <laughs> Four-year-olds probably walk by and go, that's pretty cool, dad, but you can see the pipe. Not me. I was like, this is a fucking miracle. <laughs> <laughs> that is a true story. Uh, that was the first miracle I ever saw until my dad told me, and I was like, son of a bitch. And they say we're in a water crisis. These fucking assholes have infinite water. Right here. <laughs> infinite water. Allegedly. Okay, back oh, to Ripley's. Man. So did you tour the Ripley's? Uh, yeah, yeah, I went inside. Um, Anything, any one takeaway that you uh, really like? I've never understood exit through the gift shop until being there. Oh, man, that's a everything's exit through the gift shop. I know, it? and I, I no, of course not. I didn't even look. But like, did you see anything there blow your mind? Like the platypus sewed together with a armadillo kind of thing, or the fingernail lady they always have, or oh, the Chinese guy with the long fingernails? I think I'm just so desensitized now that nothing in there was like, uh, that's pretty cool. It's, it's it was all like, yeah, I saw that in a book when I was ten. Yep, a saw book that too. What's a book for our younger listeners? What's a Do book? You not- do you not remember those ripley's believe it or not books i do and i loved them but our listeners don't know what books are probably not and And the the tv show oh yeah that was a good show on that tv show i enjoyed it as well but the sad part is kids nowadays have probably already seen all the stuff online like they've seen all the oddities when they're probably 10 or 11 looking for weird shit so they've seen it all when i was a kid you walked into ripley's and it was all new you never saw this shit before Ripley's. What else did you do? There's a lot. Did you go to the El Forto de Spaniards? Um, I didn't step foot in it, but you uh, saw it? around it. How about the Lion's Head Bridge? We did cross the Lion's Head Bridge. That is the first time I've seen a drawbridge. Oh, yeah. It's probably the last because they're removing those sons of bitches. Although, the, what a great job a drawbridge operator! Come on, it doesn't get any better than that. If you're a slacker, yeah, it like has me. ups and downs. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, Rob nice. with us. Speed bag punch. Uh, any highlights or lowlights? Getting food in that area seemed like a fucking chore. Unless you're like a really diehard seafood person. Yeah. The stuff well, it is on the ocean, Rob. Great. Well, all right, cool. But we can't all like seafood. From a guy from Utah, this sounds kind of weird that you're throwing shade at seafood. Like, you couldn't get seafood in Utah. If you did, it wasn't real seafood. You know what I'm saying? Well, have you not heard of the Great Salt Lake? Oh. <gasps> I didn't think about that. The Gosh. Salt Lake uh, tilapia and the Salt yeah. Lake orange <laughs> ruffy. 
I seem to remember that too. When I, I spent some time in St. Augustine as a, a tourist destination, and yeah, the food situation there wasn't good. But the Dude, mini golf uh, sitch is fucking top top notch. Uh, I didn't do that. any mini golf. I'm sorry. Dude, you missed it. Oh, so highlight was Ripley's. Low light was that's me. I'm oh, sorry. I have a barking cough. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. Woof. Woof. <laughs> That's what people say when they meet me, especially the ladies. Woof. Oh, woof. Are you sure it's not woof? That hurts because that's my favorite line. I say oof and text oof more than anybody you've ever met. I text oof so much that you can't even believe it. I did go to a concert, though, out there. Oh, who was it? Uh, hang on, let me guess. It was uh, Never really Journey. Nope. Black Dahlia Murder. Ooh, nope. Damn it. One more I got. Oh, K-pop. It was a it was RFCQ or or RMIBD. Nope. All right. Who was it? Revolution. Is that Revolution? Yep. Jim Belushi's in it? Revolution? Mm, no, sorry, he's not. Shards, does that it's ring a, a bell? Sounds Jamaican. It, it is a uh reggae band, yeah. It is? Uh-huh. Pasaducci upon the left-hand side? On the left-hand side. Okay, so you saw a revolution. How much illegal marijuana smoke do you think was floating above? Oh the heads? my God, there was a fuckload. I don't know. Is it illegal in Florida? I don't think it's illegal. Only medical. I, I figured 20% went through the rigmarole to get medical cards. So if I'm a cop on a quota system, and we all know that cops are all on quota systems, I would sit outside that festival and I would rack it up. So yeah, it was, I was in the pit too. The mosh pit? No, yeah, there there wasn't wasn't much of a mosh pit, more of a everyone's getting the high pit. Oh, <laughs> but it was secondhand pit. smoke, right, Rob? Absolutely, of course. course. You probably piss hot now. Yeah, <laughs> I probably would. But it wouldn't. You wouldn't be culpable because you were standing around a bunch of people breaking the law. So I'm on your side, Rob. Morgan to Morgan, it's about time. Thank you. Thank you for being my legal representation. So St. Augustine was a thumbs up tourist destination, four stars, five stars. It was until we got back to our, uh, our tiny home. Okay. So was it an Airbnb? It was an Airbnb. It was. Holy shit. Beachside, riverside. Beachside. Ooh. Shards. Someone's got more money than he's letting on. He's staying beachside. And a tiny home too. It was a tiny home. Yeah. It was. Wait, was it a, was it a legit tiny home? Yes, it was a legit tiny home. Because I'm into those big time. We'll talk about that in future episodes. I'm into that. Like, so I could have lived in this thing. Wait, it's a tiny home, yet you could have lived in it. Something's not adding up here. Ah, <laughs> I get it. Did the porch have an overhang? Oh! Damn, he's on fire tonight. <laughs> not really. These are terrible jokes that I'm going to get slaughtered for. Okay, so go on. You get home to the tiny home after a reggae concert. Got the God, munchies. I think it was like midnight. We went to a bar too, and I got some cheese fries. And we got back there mm, cheese and fries. opened the door, and there's fucking cockroaches everywhere. Oh no! Nightmare scenario. Uh, like, were they on countertops and tables, over. floor? Like they came out of the fucking walls, man. <laughs> oh shit! And I was like, "Well, I'm sleeping on the top, so uh, you guys can deal with that down on the bottom." And they looked at me and said, "Wait." Who the fuck told you that cockroaches don't climb? And like to me, it was just like, well, if I'm up here, it doesn't matter. So you stayed? Yeah, I still stayed. I was sleepy. 
Dude, I would have been like Eddie Murphy had a joke back in the day where like if if a uh, African American dude walked into a haunted house the first time something made noise, he'd be like, "I'm gone." Poof, you stayed. I'd have been. Oh my, I slept in the car. I you were sleepy or you were really high. It was one of the two, man. As your <laughs> concierge, I suggest you don't answer any further fifth. questions. Yeah, that's good. He's finally listening to me. So cockroaches everywhere. You walked in gingerly not to squash them, or did you start doing like like I line killed a couple. I would have line danced on them fuckers. Yeah, definitely killed a couple. And then I climbed up into my into my bed that I had to make. That was uh, that was fun. You know, statistically, statistically, probably five and a half, maybe five and three quarter roaches walk through your face at night. Well, probably, but I was out. <laughs> yeah, but they still partied in your oral cavity and probably left some uh, left you some deuces. Thank you for that thought. Well, <laughs> I'm here at public service. So you had the nightmare cockroaches from hell. Next morning when you woke up, was it the same thing when you turned the lights on or were they fucking smart? gone, dude? They they fucking left that bitch. Isn't that weird? Maybe because of Puerto Rico moved in the neighborhood, they got they, uh, yeah. they decided to leave. <laughs> Can't take me anywhere. <laughs> oh, I got another one. Oh, rim shot. Okay. Wow. That's scary. That is scary. Did you leave a negative review? I hope I would have fried them. I would have gave them a negative 50 stars. I didn't. I oh, let her know. I'm, I'm going to abstain from reviewing. Mm, I uh, Too kind. Too kind. I sent so her right a text. I said, thank you for letting us stay. Uh, it was great, but you have a cockroach problem. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, now we have a real problem because cockroaches are gross. Palmetto bugs are not only gross, but they're fucking monstrous and scary. Was it palmetto bugs, Rob? Or was They were it? big. They were like three inches long. Shards, you've you've seen palmettos since you've been here, haven't you? Yeah. If it was palmetto bugs and you stayed there, you're a hell of a man, Rob. That brings out the marine in you. Yeah, I would have. Yeah, I've, I've I probably slept it. in worse places, to be honest with you. Yeah, but palmetto bugs—they're huge. <laughs> they were huge, and they would fucking disappear too. Out of like, you'd go to step on it; it wouldn't be under your shoe and be fucking nowhere, man. They're like Forget ghosts in the night. They're VC palmetto bugs <laughs> from the fucking trees. <laughs> well, you're a bigger man than I am, Rob. That's the Marine in you. I'm just an army puke. You're a Marine and I would have been out of there. I would have, I would have naped the whole thing, dude. <laughs> I would have naped it. When I see one cockroach, the rest of my life in that AO, I'm constantly looking for sign. To, I got to murder him. So good for you. Thank wow. You. We got to get to the yin and the yang. The yang this time and the yin are both connected because both are fake. Both of them misrepresented their past and they're both dead. That's a lot of connections. The yang this week, the bad, because we always put the bad news first here, is we lost the Iron Sheik. Sheiky baby. Any of you familiar with the Iron Sheik? No. Well, he's from the World Wrestling Federation. He was a wrestler. He was the ultimate heel back in the 80s. We hated Iran because, you know, they kept our hostages and then Reagan brokered a deal to get him out and then told the the Ayatollah to hold on to him till after his inauguration so he could shame Jimmy Carter for some reason. Well, Iron Sheik became a, a wrestler figure in WWE back WWF when it was a federation back in the day. And he was a big heavy set dude that played a, a, like a Sheik. An Iranian dude had a big mustache, bald, kind of like uh, your cats, Rob, and a big mustache. But he represented himself as like a Olympic champion, a gold medalist and stuff, which he never did. He wrestled in Iran and he won like 
some world title, lower world titles, but he lied. But you know what? He was a great, fun guy to watch. He cut promos like nobody ever cut promos. I implore each and every listener to go to the YouTubes and look up Iron Sheik on Howard Stern because that was some of the funnest radio entertainment I ever had. Stern would wind him up, and this big dude, when he's in his 70s, I think, when he was on Stern, he would get so pissed off, and he would start cutting promos, and he would run out of breath. He would almost have a fucking heart attack. He'd turn bright red, and he'd cuss everything and talk shit about anything and everybody. I love the Iron Sheik. I'm not afraid to say it. I don't care for what's going on with Iranian stuff, but he is gone, and I loved him. I'm sorry. Charge, you were, oh, no. you were a grappler. Your wrestling coach didn't reference the Iron Sheik's camel clutch. Uh, he's like, Richard, put him in the camel clutch. Put him in the camel That never happened? No, we, we actually kicked one kid off the team for trying to do a DDT in a real match. Well, DDT isn't American bullshit. We're talking yeah, but sheep. I'm saying... Our coach is very against pro wrestling. What is a DDT? You don't know what a DDT is? Whoa, what's wrong with you? We'll say Shards. the whole thing in a minute. I know what a DDT is. is, Shards. Why don't you tell Rob what a DDT is? A double-decker takedown, brother? <laughs> oh, yeah, know. brother. It's like, uh, tell him. I don't know all the details. You tell it's him. It's where you, you probably... You don't know what DDT stands of for? Of course I do. A sentence? You probably... <laughs> Pick up your opponent, flip. Once you lift him off the floor, you're not Greco Roman anymore. So I believe you lift him up off the floor, turn him over, and then drive his head into the mat as you fall. Like a fucking pile driver? Kind of, but probably a cool pile driver. That's why they call the DDT and not the pile driver. Side note for our listeners in Central California, it's a different pile driver. Come on. Yeah. I mean, wow. I guess the best the best oh! way I can describe <laughs> it is if you put somebody in a front headlock. And then uh-huh. you tried to, yeah, drive their Reverse head into them. the mat by yeah, falling backwards. God. Oh, it's hard. Which is definitely right, illegal. If you right, right, we're going to look up what DDT stands for. You're going to get pesticides, Rob. I'm telling you right now. You're, I mean, you're right. Put in WWE or WWF DDT. The Iron Sheik was the best promo cutter ever, except for, you know, of course, Macho Man Randy Savage and uh, The Rock. Plus, he was a heel. We hated Iran back then, so Sheiky Baby would come out, the Iron Sheik, against one of us good old Americans or slash Mexican wrestlers, and you'd be like, get that dark dick-sucking son of a bitch off the mat or beat him in this match at least. Surprised you didn't Jeez. say goat fucker. <laughs> oh. Did I yeah, forget? You, you left no one fucker? out. <laughs> That's my favorite one too. Because no, oh. well, thanks, Rob, for pointing that out. Yeah, add goat fucker to it. That was probably the most, <laughs> the, the more pedestrian thing. So yeah, that was the least bad thing I said. <laughs> All right, Rob, did you find the DDT? Damien's death uh, trap or death touch? Oh, I heard. I that's found really what it stands for. Team. No, oh, that, Yeah, that's. I think that's different. That's lame. When asked what DT meant, Jake once famously replied, the end. <laughs> I just read that same exact <laughs> sentence. <laughs> All right. You sad sacks couldn't find it. I found it in my first duck, duck, go. In a professional wrestling. In a professional wrestling? Come on, Mike. In professional wrestling, a DDT is any move in which the wrestler has the opponent in a front face lock, inverted headlock, and falls down or backwards to drive the opponent's head into the mat. 
shards gets bonus that, points. That part we already ding, knew. Ding, ding. We were trying to figure out what DDT stood for. It doesn't matter. It's it's an acronym. You just go, oh, you oh, put that him. button like a fucking boomer, too. Let me show you how it's really. Oh, done. thanks for pointing that out, Rob. There you go. There it is. No, 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 you're doing it wrong. Slow. Here's my favorite uh, meaning for DDT, though. The downward dome thrust. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh, I hate to interject this into our conversation, but Shards, if you were still wrestling, especially professional wrestling, I would want to thrust your dome down so hard. Wow. Yeah, I would. I mean, it's the prominent thing. Like, Rob, you do like the downward beard pull. Shards is the downward dome thrust. Me, it's the jocular jowl jab. (laughs) The problem is there's so much wind resistance that your face wouldn't hit very hard when we try to get it down there. (laughs) It'd be like (laughs) a parachute. It would sound like a piece of foam. Wow. And then you'd have like roast beef in the wind. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like a movie title. I want to watch roast beef in the wind. It's better than Galaxy (laughs) Guardians. Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, all right. Uh, that was our Yang. We lost the Iron Sheik. Please go check out his promos that he cut on Stern and back. There's compilations of him cutting promos in World of Wrestling and on Stern. He was amazing. And his Twitter feed was great. All he would do is talk shit about people in broken English and call them jabronis. I loved it. Uh, the Yin, the good news, the happy news. For me, this is rainbows, unicorns, sunshine, happiness. Ladies and gentlemen, Pat fucking Robertson is dead. D-E-D dead. And I have not been happier. Look, I'm not happy about someone dying except for this guy. And the fact that I sputtered Mel Brooks like a dipshit in our pool and didn't say Pat fucking Robertson is one of the biggest fuck ups of my life. And believe me, I've had a lot of fuck ups. Pat Robertson, he gone and I am happy. And hopefully there is a hell. And hopefully in that hell, there's a special sub basement of hell where shitheads like Pat Robertson, who made money off of Jesus, and uh, God and proclaim terrible shit in God's name are just under the sewer system of the hell in hot bubbling feces. I don't like Pat Robertson and I celebrate his passing. Anybody got anything to add? I have no idea who that guy is, but I'm going to buy you a Pat Robertson t-shirt now. I I love ironic clothing. I will, I will punch it. I don't know what I'll (laughs) I'll punch it. I'll punch it. I fucking hate that guy. He was on my arm's length, punch him in the face list along with Dick Cheney. One of the few to get on my punch him in the face. If you get an arm's length list is tough, but Dick Cheney and Pat Robertson have achieved that. And only Dick Cheney with his money and his fake heart. And then his transplant heart is still going. Dick Cheney may never die for all I know. Fuck him. (laughs) So Rob, have you ever heard of the 700 club? Oh God, no. How about the 666 club? That's me. Imagine the opposite. <laughs> I am Imagine the opposite of the 666 club. <laughs> Do they rape children? Fuck. Probably, but allegedly, I don't have proof of that, but probably they're aligned with people that did. He was big time into the uh, bringing the Baptists and the Catholics together. He was a religious figure, quote unquote, but he just used that because he found a niche where he could uh, garner attention. But he was a he's a shyster and i love this opportunity to shit on his grave he was a pos of the highest order he ran the 700 club which when i was a kid we only had 13 channels and one of them was the 700 club and all he did was ask for money and tell people how to think about issues and uh he was terrible 
Sounds terrible. Beyond terrible. Errol so, probably had a private jet, too. Yeah. Of course he did. Oh, he yeah. had everything. He became what they call a uh, TV magnate because he started with his little 700 Club thing, and then he spun it into the Christian Broadcasting Network. Nobody has made more money on Jesus's back than Pat Robertson. And on top of making money off Jesus's back and shysting old people out of their money to help him build stuff and help him achieve goals, he lived a lavish lifestyle. He was born on third base. His dad was a senator, so he was born on third base. And on top of that, he built his empire and still it was money, 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 power, political power. Meanwhile, he's standing on Jesus's throat. Anybody that does that. Yeah, fuck yeah. But he had a huge following. Like, he just kept going and going. He ran for president once. You imagine how fucked up our country would be if that shit had got elected? Of course he couldn't, but... Yeah, that's uh, pretty wild. But wait, there's more. Uh, Not only was he a shyster televangelist, who every time I saw him as a kid was begging for money, and if you send us this, we'll pray for you. If you want this, send us money and we'll do this. Buy my book. Just shilling constantly. In later years, up until... He was broadcasting till he just about died this week. All he did was say terrible shit about everybody but his sect and white America and beg for money. He made a living of that shit. So So he's a true dirtbag. He's the dirtbag of the lowest order. So on top of all that, this is what really pissed me off. I was reading his uh, obit and it said that he was a Marine and that he was uh, in combat in Korea and at the Chosen Reservoir. Wow. Yeah. To me, that's almost instant redemption. Anybody I know fought, frozen chosen. Holy anybody shit. fraud frozen chosen has my respect, no matter what they did before or after. And he was a Marine. The first report I read said he chose the army when he got drafted, but he, he went in the Marines. However, don't forget. Daddy is a Senator in Virginia, a very powerful Senator at the time of the Korean war. So guess what really happened when I read deeper, please tell me. Old Patty boy did join the Marines, but he was an officer. So once he got out of Quantico, him and a bunch of Marines were first Louis were sent to go to combat in Korea on the boat ride over there. He bragged about how his daddy was going to get him out of combat. And his best friend, whose daddy was also a very prominent Washington, D.C. person, was one of the first Louis, second Louis on that boat, too. And they both bragged about how they weren't going to go to combat. Boat stops in Japan before going straight to Korea during the time of the Chosin Reservoir problems. Guess who gets off the boat for You're extra? No, for extra training. Pat Robertson and his fucking gay friend that he probably ass raped all the way across the fucking Pacific. The rest of them all went to combat and most of them died. Not Pat Robertson, not his childhood buddy born from another prominent family. What a fucking piece of shit, fake. I knew it. I had no idea he was a Marine. One minute I had respect, the next minute I was like, that's so Pat Robertson. So he runs for president. One of the lieutenants that went through this shit with him says, "Uh, his military record isn't what I remember. He ended up getting like three bronze stars or some shit for his service. What? I know. Some guy speaks out and says, this is all bullshit. The Pat Robertson I knew got off the boat in Japan and he ain't did shit. Pat Robertson sues him for slander and libel. Then, after making headlines, drops the case. Why? Because it's fucking true. Holy shit. So he's not only a shyster of old people's money and using God to make money and shame stuff. He's a stolen valor. He's a fucking piece of shit. Yeah, he went in the Marines, Mazel tov. He had a law degree, so he probably went in and ended up jag and shit, you know, suing uh, army people for saying bad words. I don't know, dude. 
but it just so fits into it. I hate this guy so bad. And I don't say I hate anybody much, but I hate this motherfucker. That's super shitty. He's an asshole and he's dead now. Finally, I don't have to see his. The only thing he had going for him in my book is he had better jowls than I have. Like, he would flap him like a Star Wars character. Who's that Star Wars character that had big jowls? It was like, rrr, rrr. was it Jar Jar? No, Jar Jar's boss. Remember uh, in the Phantom Menace or whatever where they go underwater and Jar Jar has to ask him to help him get out of the water world? Anybody? I don't remember his name. No, but you remember the guy? I know I know the guy, Hello? yeah. Anyway, he's got jowls. Me, Pat Robertson, and Jar Jar Binks is uh, president. Had great jowls. Ruger Nass. Yeah, Ruger Nass. That was what it was. So he uh, he died rich, you know, like most Christians, true Christians do, right? You take all that money and you uh, hold on to it. That's, you know, good for him. I am so happy he's dead. Anybody got any, I'm really on fire. Anybody got anything else to add to this bonfire? Oh, man. Well, we'll wrap it up with that. The yin, the, yin, the good news of the week, the happy news of the week is au revoir, Pat Robertson. Oh, look, it's Satan. Hmm. I am happy. Well, today... I have done something that I haven't done in decades, many decades. I screwed up my laundry rotation, woke up this morning and realized I was out of underwear. So I went to my secret secondary spot where underwear usually falls as I'm doing laundry and it's usually secure there with one or two pair. Empty. So what did I do? Late for work. I slid on my dicky jeans commando. You don't just turn your underwear inside out? No, that I did when I was younger, but now I just said, you know, it's binary. Do you have underwear? No, don't wear underwear. I haven't done that. Since <laughs> I, I haven't done that since I was like 18, 19. It felt pretty good. I worked the whole work day and it felt good. You go to the urinal and you're expecting to unzip your pants and then there'd be a second layer there where you do the flip over like normal human beings, not psychopaths that go through the, uh, the uh, flap door thing. And it just, it's right there. And you're like, whoo, I'm at work and it's free and easy. This is weird. And then you're walking down the hallway and you got plenty of ballroom. These people don't know that I'm naked under these yeah. clothes. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of it. I wasn't too like getting off on that. I was just like, it was weird that I was like, damn, there's only one layer between me and the world. I was, it was more than I expected that, you know, it was a laundry fail on my part. Next thing you know, I'm like, holy shit, this is something. So I went commando. It did Hell smell yeah. more cheesy than normal in our area. I was kind of wondering what was going on. <laughs> now that's a harsh comment but i will give you this you know i, I fart in my uh, work chair a lot at work because i'm high fiber life shout out to high fiber life and that extra layer being gone my farts were loud today and they were i almost felt thrust you know like it kind of pushes you forward a little bit <laughs> it, it didn't get diffused there was no diffusion in the there was no diffusion at the uh, uh through the loom layer he was it getting just extra went, lift yeah yeah like uh like a hovercraft it wasn't diffused, so without the fruit of the loom layer, I was floating, man. That was cool. So, so shout out to people who do go commando on the regular. I get where they're coming from. I, I'm not going to do it on the regular. This was a total laundry debacle, but man, that's there's something to that. You walk a little different, don't you? Do you guys agree? Does that mean your jeans are going to have the streaks instead of your underwear? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> no, but if you look closely, you'll get the old man dribble dots on the front of my jeans. Because you know? <laughs> no matter how many times you shake it and how long you wait, as soon as you tuck wait it Wait a minute. What? You don't do the U-bend push? <laughs> the, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? This sounds interesting. What don't I know Hold about? On. Hold on. 
Hold on. Let me change your life forever. The you okay. bend push. The you bend push. I need you to take your hand mm-hmm. and put it behind your balls. Right now? And push up on your gooch after you pee. Okay. All those extra jobs come right out. Do they really? So you're come telling right me you're telling with us. conviction, with a straight face, that at the urinal, you shove your hands down your pants behind your balls onto your onto gooch. Onto your taint. <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> Firstly, <laughs> my pants are down and yeah, they're probably my balls your, ankle. are oh. <laughs> your ankles. How far down are your pants? Are you I'm serious? more concerned that you can't touch your balls with your zipper down, but like, you know, I whatever. Can. It's, a, it's a reach. Oh, look, but I look, can do move it. them out of the way, all right? They're not, oh, they're not fucking a movable object. Low, low. <laughs> so you push there and it gets the droplets out? Yeah. I just do the fling it around with the waistband of my underwear like until I don't see any droplets. That's apparently not good enough. No, nah, man. You got to add some pressure to that pipe. Well, I got a secret I've never revealed to anybody. So we're in secret girl talk. I have experimented a lot in a, a pressing down in that area, but it wasn't while I'm urinating. Wank, wank, wank. I've done it other times. And yes, it's pretty incredible, but I never use it to clear my pee drops. Yep. That's what you got to do. Hmm. If I walk in a restroom with no underpants on and I touch myself in my gooch, I don't know. That I'm not can... saying to touch your fucking asshole. <laughs> no, my I'm gooch. saying like ben- yeah. behind your balls. You the know? gooch. The yeah. But what I was just telling you is that other times that was touched weren't times you would experience in a restroom unless you're George Michaels or some of those other perverts. You see what I'm saying? I can't I can't paint a better picture without this. This is clearly recreational, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, I heard a rumor this week, I swear to God. I don't Sounds know if you more medicinal than anything. <laughs> well, yeah. If you're my age, it's medicinal. If you don't <laughs> if you don't move things along through a certain bodily organ down there, it turns into cancer. So it is medicinal. But I heard a rumor this week from two different people that we have somebody in our men's room that is whacking off. What have you guys heard fuck? that? Yeah, they went I to did HR. Not hear that. Multiple people went to the old HR saying uh, somebody's in there making weird noises and their feet are moving weird. We don't know what they're doing, but they ain't pooping. (laughs) What the fuck? Yeah. So so now I look at everybody in our area as suspect, except for you guys. If you guys you like watch people's care. shoes and then wait no. for them to get out and then uh, immediately no. come out. No, I already no, no, no. can tell who's in the bathroom by their shoes. Yeah, I hate yeah, that. Too, you can tell me pretty quick. I'm one of the guys tell. that feels like he needs witness protection when I'm in this stall, because if I make any fart noise or any excretion noise, I feel embarrassed. So, yeah, that bothers me that people know my shoes. It, it ruins my uh, sense of privacy. But be advised. Uh, we do have a, I don't know what you, chronic what you masturbator. Man, there's got to be a catchy name for that. How about like a guru or a, a guru? <laughs> <laughs> a guru. We have somebody who's doing that. There's got to be a catchy name. Bathroom so, baiter. Oh, that's not bad. Uh, Bathroom baiter. Voyeur or a oyster farmer. Nothing. Bathroom that's- milker. Uh, meat milker. Well, we'll take the week to figure out what the proper nomenclature is for when you have a mysterious person touching themselves to completion in a bathroom at work because that's just scary. 
Why would you want to do but it in anyway. the bathroom? Our bathroom smells so bad know. too because there's a couple of people who go in there who yeah. need to see a doctor. How can you even like <laughs> get <laughs> it up in that smell? Maybe that's part of the thrill for them. Kink. <laughs> oh god. Maybe it's the person who needs to see a doctor. But we do know somebody who loves the smell of Nargis. It could be that person who likes that smell and then gets aroused while he's sitting on the toilet and has to take care of business. <laughs> But we'll out that person in public. But you know who you are. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I went commando and I liked it. And today, uh, I was walking to, and I realized I was like saying hi and what up to people at an extraordinary range. Like I'm a sniper. I'm a standoff. A weapons system person who says what up to people that are way out of range. And then I got self-conscious and started watching other people. And it seems like I'm off base here. And now shards, we cross in the hallway and he doesn't once in a while, he'll just nod his head like slightly. So shards, what up radius is probably zero. Is that a fair <laughs> assumption? Yeah. So e- even if even- I know you on an intimate level, like if we're passing in the hallway, just don't even acknowledge me. It's fine. Okay, so that's the baseline is the opposite of shards. He's a zero radius, what upper? I'm unlimited radius. If I can see you, I either wave or I what up or I give you a sign. And I used to think that's the magic of me. But then I started comparing myself to people like shards and other people I watched. And I realized I'm probably an asshole. I'm probably the guy that nobody wants to see in the hallway because I'm what everybody. Oh, God, here comes Mike again. Yeah. Now I'm self-conscious. I'm going to roll my what up radius, unless you convince me otherwise, Rob, down to probably one meter, which is three feet. Rob, what is, like, your, what is I your what up like radius? If you can hear me when I speak with a normal voice. Well, you're kind of a soft talker. So, so, so yeah. okay, hypothetical, because this happens to me all the time. Walk into the shitter. You hit the T by the roll up door. Sh- okay. You, you look down to your left and there's somebody down by the bandsaw or the belt sander. That's about 30 feet. Do you acknowledge them or do you just how, keep on keeping on? How well do you know this person? It's a person you see every day, but you don't work with. Now, fuck them. <laughs> okay. So, so your what up radius is between 30 feet maximum and the sound of your soft voice, which I guess would be about 10 feet. They might Maybe get a eight. head nod. Well, that's a what up. So we have to clarify this. Any acknowledgement where you make the other person have to return. No, there's a difference. There's a difference. If I give you a head no, nod, no. I can walk right past you. If I say, hey, man, what's up? I expect a response. I think it's all the same. If you solicit a greeting and they have to return it, you're what up in them. And no matter what the size, hey, what's going on? Or a head nod, because like uh, we all know uh, little Jeff in, in QA. All he's ever given me is like a, like the smallest head nod. And it's once. If I see him 10 times a day, you get one head nod and it's minor and it's within he's within five feet of you he gives the head nod nothing else and i respect that that i think is what we should do i'm off base on this i think because i'll what up people from across the goddamn factory that's I mean, probably bad just, right just trade like weird looks at each other a lot of the times the shards ever go blah yes sidebar when we first got together on this podcast shit we were fucking with shards phone he was showing me how to work the uh tiki toke and make outbound tiktoks instead of just watching tiktoks and he just turned his phone on randomly and did some weird movement with it and stuck his tongue out and went blah. And then he looped it and it was like blah, blah, blah. It was fucking comedy gold. He would be officially viral and have probably 500,000, millions of views, but 500,000 followers if he just would have published it. But he did need to delete it. 
So that's one of our what ups. Once in a while, when Charge is in a really, really, really good mood, like he'll probably be tomorrow, he'll give me the bat because we know that that was his opportunity to go viral. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, I missed it. That's all. God, that was cool. We must have watched it like ten times. Because I, like, eh, <laughs> I also yeah, put words it. over it too. Because you're trying to figure yeah. out how to add text. And I was like, "This is how you do it." Blah, and then I put blah over it and just looped it. <laughs> it Dude, like, it was oh. blah. It's an earworm. Like everybody, kids would watch it over and over, and parents would be like, "Oh my god, that's funny." Watch the blah. Send it to someone. He deleted it because Shards has other shit in his in his magazine. He that wasn't a one off. He'll get he'll get viral. Well, anyway, back to the uh, what up. So you guys, yeah, Shards mostly ghosts me, but he'll give me a little nod even though we're pretty tight. We work like two feet apart, so we pass in the hallways. He just, you know, he knows. People probably wouldn't even know we worked with each other in such close proximity if they saw how we interacted in the hallway. I guarantee that, and that's probably what your psychopathic ass is going for, is like, I'm going to make the whole factory think we don't work together. And it works. But I respect that. Like, what what your return greeting is to me is up to you. I don't judge people. So I like the charge kind of goes me, and I like that, uh, little Rob in QA just gives me the head nod once and not twice, not three little times, Jeff. just one. Yep. And uh, me and Rob usually have some boisterous conversation because me and Rob are out there. Sidebar, he's not talking about me. He's talking about a different Rob. No, I'm talking about you right now. Cutter Rob. About Cutter Rob? No, Cutter Rob tells me great, dirty jokes. He calls me terrible uh, nicknames. And and uh, sometimes he's just like, hey, how you doing, Mike? Cutter Rob is a legend. He's the man. And that's where I stole bacon farts from. Uh, he's told me so many great jokes. Now I'm talking about Rob Rob. You are Rob Rob. He's Cutter Rob. Okay. So me and you yeah, have pretty boisterous that. stuff. No, I mean, we, we, we do good. But now, from now on, I'm going to be self-conscious about my what up radius, which I never was before. Because I used to be a, a socially anxiety-ridden dude that I just looked at the floor and walked. And then suddenly I started what up in people and now it seems like it's working but i feel like i've overstepped my boundaries anybody got any input on am i over the line on my what up radius oh man keep going <laughs> mm. be you dude i'm the complete opposite if i if i give you a head nod and you even mutter anything to me i will probably never head nod you again because you you spoke what? words to me if i head nod you i expect nothing more than a head nod back if words didn't exit my mouth, words should not exit yours either. And if they do, then I won't even acknowledge you anymore. There's a couple of people Oof. in the factory where I've head nodded and they started to talk to me that I don't even head nod anymore. Why am I surprised and not surprised at the same moment? Like, I get it because it's you and that's cool. But wow. you so someone and, th and this is only, mind you, only a hallway thing for me. Anywhere yeah. else, I'll be open to talk to you. If we're in my area, if I'm in your area, but if we're in the hallway, dude, for me, the hallway is a place where we don't speak. You have taken this to another level, surprise. Okay. Hallway, you have some aversion to the what up radius, but so where did that come from? Why the hallway? Why I don't know. I think it was, it's, a, it's a high school thing, I think. Oh, well, I had a bad high school experience. Was it a bad high school experience? Like, what? 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 Go on. I, I, I don't even really remember. Make you feel? I think it was actually a middle school thing, now that I think about it. Uh, I Anybody think it, here get trash can do you guys get trash canned as a freshman no nope i was a cool freshman yeah. i was not and neither were my friends so the thing was the first week of school the seniors would go around and grab us flip us over and put us in a trash can head first so nice. i got cool. in trouble for smoking weed right off of school campus in eighth grade and then catching the late eighth bus grade yeah so school would let out we'd go down the hill and we'd smoke weed and then we'd We'd go back to school and catch the late bus home. 
and like the last wow. week of school uh me and a couple of people got outed and so when i got to high school i was a cool kid that's a good play dude <laughs> i should have done that but not smoked it i can't stand to smoke anything but i could have got caught with weed i'm in the cool kid rob the you- first time i bought weed i was in ninth grade and it was from a seventh grader and i felt fucking <laughs> <terrible. laughs> no no you bought oregano rob <laughs> you some mom really? went to make spaghetti for her seventh grade son and is like where's the oregano dude uh-huh. his dad was a dealer and he was stealing it from his dad at seventh grade level yes Where's Where, where's he now? I was gonna say, is where is he now? <laughs> he's either running a company or he's he in jail. Dude, that's boss. Holy shit. Now I got bad respect for that kid. Wherever you are, kid. Wow. I had it the other way around. Wow. Son Incredible. of a bitch. The world is a mad, mad, mad it's like, place. What is this world coming to? This little kid selling me weed. It was just weed, but you know what? Uh, I know where my trauma came from though. Have you ever been in a situation where someone (laughs) waves at you and you go to wave back only to find out that they weren't waving at you? It was at someone behind you. That happened to me in middle school. And ever since then, I was like, you know what? Fucking hallway. No. Wow. No interactions in the hallway. That's way more minor than I thought. I thought it would be trash can trauma or swirly. You know what swirly is? I never got one, but you know what swirly is? Yeah. I gave one. Never got one. Well, you'll never get one again, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> For those listening, yeah, it's not as fun. <laughs> uh, swirlies were a senior of someone bigger than you put your head in the toilet and flushes it, and then your hair gets swirled around, the price smells like piss, and it's 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 the ultimate it's the ultimate disgrace. There's nothing more worse than a swirly, right? Nothing. We agreed on uh, on that. Even a towel snap on your naked ass in eighth grade is way more desirable than a swirly i don't know i got i got raped in a girl's shower one time that worse dude dude go on (laughs) is that bullshit or did that happen (laughs) bullshit oh you fucker (laughs) i do think i have something that happened worse than a swirly uh i played peewee football and i was terrible at it and i got to freshman high school and uh my dad like basically forced me to play high school football so I was on the freshman football team and my sister, who was a wonderful, loving person that everybody liked, she was a cheerleader and she's three years ahead of me. So she was a senior. So we get done with practice one day and I'd have been bit to shit and beaten the ground by all the bigger guys that were more into it than me. And uh, it's shower time. So uh, I take a shower and I'm in my fucking tidy whities and all the big guys huddle around me and carry me outside the locker room, out into public. My skinny fucking 13-year-old white ass. And then they lock the door to get back in the locker room. I'm standing facing our wide open practice fields. God and everybody is out there. And I'm standing there in my tidy whities And I thought, this is as bad as life gets. No, it's pretty fucking awful, dude. No, it wasn't. It gets worse. So no. one of the popular football players runs around the corner of the gym building and into the area where the cheerleaders practice and goes, girls, you got to see this. Come on, come on, come on. Check this out. You got to see this. Here they come. Every hot chick in the school, every cheerleader and my sister. She turns the corner along with every other girl that uh, everybody pines over when you're a kid. And there I am locked out of the locker room all by myself. There's no one near me within 30 yards of me. And I'm standing there locked out of the locker room with my fucking tidy whitey. 
That's my abuse and trauma, including my sister. The rest had blacked out. I don't remember what happened, but I think my sister actually came over and covered me with her pom-poms and shepherded me to safety. That's what I remember. <laughs> That's awful. Oh, my God. Oh, dude. It was terrible. It was terrible. The only thing that worse that could have got worse is some reason I got athlete's foot from that damn locker room that haunted me for years. Some kind of uh, some kind of MRSA athlete's foot. Oh my god! The size of my farts, my feet smelled terrible for years. But yeah, my sister saw me locked out in my tidy whities and saved. I had to be saved by my older sister. That's yeah, I, don't, I don't know what's out. worse to be locked out in your tidy whities or to have to be saved by your sister. They're both terrible. And it was <laughs> it was uh, what do they call it when you serve a sentence and then you serve the other sentence like not consecutive but congruently? Like it was ultimate human shame coupled with more ultimate human shame <laughs> at the same time. But you know what? I think uh, it made me stronger. And concurrent shame. Concurrent shame. There we go. We pawned another <laughs> we coined another word. But the beauty is my sister is so awesome and such a great person that she never brought it up and she just treated it like a like a pro. But in the end, all the hot chicks in school and all the football players saw my skinny white ass shepherded away by my sister with pom poms. That was bad. That was very bad. I forgot what I was talking about. Kind of about. a sad story. Yeah, I'm That's stuck in 1983. Sad. Well, we yeah. can't end on a sad note. Oh, I know we can end this on a high note. My TikTok algorithm algorithm has changed from lesbians to uh, Orthodox Jewish women. Anything like that happen to you guys on the social medias? Bro, you got some weird fucking kinks. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I dude, I no one's what? more surprised than me. Uh, seriously, I've been TikToking a little lately, and. Uh, there's one TikTok lady who's an Orthodox Jewish chick. She's pretty hot. And for the life of me, I can't understand why she goes through what she goes through. So I liked one of her videos. She's like, follow me on my Friday Shabbos preparation. This poor lady has a kid with a helmet on. It's like a, like a less than one year old. His head's deformed, so he wears a helmet. She never shows him. But then she's like, I drop my son off at daycare. I go to work and then I come home. Well, and that's why goes, he's got the helmet. Why? She's dropping, dropping them. Oh, <laughs> maybe, or maybe when they went to circumcise him, he's, he flinched and he fell off the table. Oh no. We they, just glass. They clipped the wrong head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't worry, ma'am. 10% of his skin will grow back on his skull after the uh, scab falls off, but his penis is ruined for life. <laughs> anyway, I was mesmerized by like this poor woman does all this normal, quote unquote, normal American mom stuff. And then she comes home and she has to, before the sun goes down on Friday, cook an elaborate meal. She's got a knife and a fork and a spoon for meat, dairy. Everything they have in their house is tripled because they're kosher. You can't, you know, use a knife that you cut meat with to cut dairy. It's mind boggling what this shit goes through. So I was sitting there jaw open, just what so another one popped up from her it got worse like more and more all these rituals and all this crazy shit and she still seems to be a normal hot new york lady and then another one came up i liked it now i watch tiktok it's all orthodox jewish women stuff it's too much the the algorithm's got me cornered (laughs) (laughs) oh no i beg for a lesbian building a canoe or 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 uh, what's his name? Danger that says, "Hey, listen, 
that guy, I, I don't get any of that. I don't get my boy, uh, oh my God, it's Wix from doing his Florida flip phone shtick. All I get is Orthodox Jewish women stuff. And the bad part about Orthodox Jewish women stuff is they all do shit differently. They all have a thousand rituals and 10,000 things they do. But now I've even noticed that they all do it differently. Like, this is terrible. TikTok wasn't meant for guys like me to be plugged into Orthodox Jewish women. What do I do? Do I delete my account and start over? I think this means you have to marry an Orthodox Jew. No way. They have to wear wigs and pantyhose, even the hot ones. Yikes. What's going on with that? Yeah. That's what wigs? To wear, yeah. The Orthodox chicks do. Even though this chick is not drop-dead gorgeous, she wears wigs, and she has to, what do they call There's a name where you unhot yourself. Uh, anybody? You No. Well, there's a Jewish word that's uh, a word where you unhot yourself. So she has to put on, like, long skirts her swimsuit. Remember, you see those old pictures of people swimming in the 1850s and it looks like they just walked out of a ballroom and into the water. Her Orthodox Jewish swimsuit looks like a ball gown. She has to go swimming with that. Wow. Yeah. And she's got nice legs, but she has to wear pantyhose and these terrible flat shoes. It's, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. You know how the Japanese birth rate is plummeting because Japanese women realize that having a kid in Japanese society means, you know, you're 24 seven, a mom, high standards to live up to your kid has to be a genius or he's retarded and you have to take care of your husband and your husband's going to have a side girl. Like that's Japanese society, right? So now Japanese women are like, we ain't having that. So their birth rate is plummeting exponentially, but Orthodox Jewish women are still going like, what the fuck? Good for them. Talk about dedication to what you believe, but Holy shit. They make everything impossible. Viewed as property, that's why it's It's possible. It's not up to them. But the only thing I knew about Shomer Shabbos was uh, the Big Lebowski with uh, John Goodman and his quote-unquote wife that just dumped him after he converted to Orthodox Judaism, and he's still watching her dog, and he still he still doesn't roll on the Shabbos. The crowd a fucking thousand times. I don't roll on Shabbos. Walter, he already posted it. Well, they can fucking unpost it. Who gives a shit? (laughs) <laughs> They're gonna kill that poor woman, man. What am I? You guys remember that movie? Nobody? Anybody? No, I do remember that movie. Oh, good. Thanks, Shards. So I get a golf claps, and Shards remembered it. Great movie. Uh, it's on our. Uh, it's gonna be on our glass bottom pod top ten when we finally get around. You've to never seen our... the Big Lebowski, Rob? Rob? No, I haven't. Oh, that's poor so shame. Sad. Well, John Goodman. So you don't really know about the rug tying the room together, huh? I don't. <laughs> what? <laughs> How about the Jesus putting the gun up your ass and pulling the trigger till it clicks? Nothing. I do know that. I do know that. That clip? Yes. Okay. Well, at least you know the Jesus. Well, anyway, all I knew about Shabbos before that was John Goodman saying he can't roll on Shabbos no matter what, and he pulls a gun out. It's pretty, it's pretty awesome. You got to watch it. I'll bring you the DVD, or you can scream it. Now, I've learned so much about Orthodox Judaism from these ladies I don't know why. They cook some great food, I'll tell you that. They cook some brisket in an oven. I guess that's good. But all these great meals for their husband, like the the husband, I ain't seen him. I don't even know what he looks like. All I know is she cooks, she cleans, she takes care of the baby with a helmet, and she's all over my uh, TikTok. And now other women are on my TikTok. I got to reboot, I guess. Is there a button you press to start your For You Over charge? I think there is. I think you can can reset your For You. I think I need to, even though I'm, I'm strangely just too deep in the algorithm. <laughs> yeah. Like if you go into your settings and go to content preferences, I think you can refresh your, 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 uh, for you page. 
Well, the sad part is now that I think about it, I don't know if I want out of this. I did want out of the lesbian stuff. Like I just got into it because it was hot chicks talking about cool stuff other than penis. And now I'm into orthodox and I find myself walking through a doorway and kissing my fingers and touching the doorway. And uh, I tear my toilet paper before Shabbos. I do a lot of things. I don't turn light switches on on Sunday or Friday after dawn, sunset. I don't know. That's my life. Anybody got any other bullshit in their lives you want to throw out here to the folks? Oh, man. You're all pretty mellow. Well, we've wasted quite a bit of uh, these listeners' time. So I would just like to say again, thanks for listening to the GBP, the Glass Bottom Pod. We appreciate you. Tell a friend, please. We're, uh, we're starting to roll down the runway. We're going to eventually get our wheels up. The 25th episode spectacular is down the road. And the uh, AI special where we have hopefully, uh, we've already got, AI Mike voice, which blows me away. We're going to get AI Shard's voice. I'm still working on Rob. He doesn't want to give his voice to the internet. Rob, where are you at on the giving your voice to the AI? Alexa owns my voice. She's got it then. So we might have all three of us. That would That's my dream is our opening would be AI voices, and it'll be funny. So we got that coming down the road and a lot of other good stuff. So thanks for tuning in. Be a friend. Tell a friend. Is that what you say, Shards? I do. That's the motto. Let's do this. And enjoy. Well, until next time, Rob, what do you got? No shards. Only one of us fucks for dominance. (laughs) (laughs) It's a a turkey or eagle fight, too. Good night, everybody. You heard the show. Now go follow the show. Go find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Be a friend, tell a friend, and subscribe anywhere you find your podcast. Catch you on the next one. (laughs) 